Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing, and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is another episode of the podcast multiple voices and today i'm here with dr april brown can you say hello to our audience April? oh yes thank you so much for having me on the show yeah it's I'm a pleasure so happy to be here and um here in the u.s it's um saint patty's day so that's why right, right it is that's why she's i'm looking at her and she has a bright green headband <laughs> i know saint patty's day i used to i lived for many many years in new york city and uh, northern new jersey in the new york area and that is St. Patrick's. I mean, <laughs> the whole city <laughs> is aglow with green. Who is April Brown? Now, April Brown, I guess I could call her, if I had to use one key word, I would say a relationships, a relationship coach. And it's, you know, coach, the word coach is overused and um, probably not the best word because here you work with all things, relationship uh it's not just a love relationship but there's family relationships any kind of relationship and what i see and know about you is that you have group practices and you have couples retreats you also have a podcast that i'd like you to talk about bringing intimacy back um and this you know talking about intimacy intimacy in a world that <laughs> is today is almost uh, well, obviously desirable, but some people scratch their head and think, wow, is it possible? Is there intimacy still? <laughs> Could we ever find a world where it's, we'll be free to kiss each other and hug each other on the streets? Um, now, I'll obviously in the description of the episode, I'm going to put in all of her social media and her uh, website and uh, reach her book series as well. She has a book series on improving intimacy. And um, she also has this this bringing intimacy back, uh, the podcast. You actually are there with a Dr. Kelly. Is that correct? Um, actually, it's a new person now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. yes. So, yeah. Dr. Kelly's no longer with me. Um, uh-huh. She was a good friend of mine. And so I want to just kind of clarify in the sense of intimacy, what uh-huh. I feel that I do. So I'm an uh-huh. intimacy therapist. Um, that's also a mental health therapist. And uh-huh. 
the difference in my eyes between therapists and coaches is one is that I'm licensed and have a variety of other aspects, but we go okay. extremely deep. Uh-huh. Okay. And when I talk about intimacy, I'm talking about that deep connection of yeah. being in the present moment with self, uh-huh. with if you have an inner spirit, with your inner spirit, with mm-hmm. your body, with the person you're talking to, or if you're not talking to anyone or seeing anyone, with yourself. Okay, and that so- is something... That, that uh, many people struggle with. Okay, okay. Now this is a wider uh, definition, a wider distinction of what you do, which is is welcome, of course, because before you can be intimate intimate with anyone else, if you don't know what intimacy means at all, right. um, it starts with yourself. Now this is really interesting. First, let, let's go back in time. We're going to play a game. All right. Okay. We're going back in time, and um, April Brown was born. She was born somewhere to someone, and then she started growing up. Who was April Brown at the high school level? Okay. The <laughs> Everybody high school, laughs when I ask that. <laughs> no, no, which is which is great, great, great. Um, just to get a little back up, um, my elementary years was in Charleston, South Carolina. I okay. Grew up in the South. Okay. Okay. And then um, I have parents who um, are very spiritual, and my parents got a calling to go to Florida. Oh, okay. okay. So I moved. So from now one you're in Catholic- Florida. You're yes, in Florida yes. now. I moved from one Catholic school, which is in the South, uh-huh. to another Catholic school in Florida. All right. And that Florida makes two is of us. totally <laughs> different. Okay. When I was um, in the South, I was still playing with baby dolls. Okay. Right. Moved to Florida. The next day, gave up baby dolls, and I'm into Prince. Okay. And you're into <laughs> what? Sorry? Into Prince, into Madonna. Ah, you know, I've made that <laughs> Prince switch like music. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yes, yes. So Florida, everything goes. Um, I was also in an all-Caucasian school, which I was kind of used to before, but yeah. it's different when you have hormones. Right, sure, sure. And all this other kind of stuff. So... Um, and in Florida education systems, a little tad bit behind. So, um, really being in Florida, I was also now labeled as very, very smart. Good. Okay. This was Good. not the same thing that I was in. So I was a little bit of a nerd because that's right. where I fit in. Um, uh-huh. so I was hanging out with all the nerds kind of always. <laughs> I to, love this. I love this. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to connect, um, with the popular people. But uh-huh. many of the popular people were much wealthier than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it was a private school nearby the beach. Um, my dad was actually the janitor there. Uh huh. So have to deal with that kind of dilemma in some yeah. aspects. Yes. And so the social. Some... So the social. It wasn't. Um, let's let's say you were social. Not that you were socially challenged, but right. you went into a social context that challenged you. Yes, and, exactly. Um, but you've got this superpower. You know, have you got the brains and the intelligence, and yes. that is a big superpower in that at that age. Believe me. Yes, so. yes. But I, um, how can I put it? I was following one of my best friends, and she wanted to be a doctor. Uh huh. And yes, and we went into AP Biology, and I could not stand the smell <laughs> of anything, and I crushed <laughs> my dreams of being a doctor. That is it. So I decided I'm getting numbers and I would do a, I would do accounting. 
And that's for what I me, went to college for. For me, it wasn't the smell. It was the blood. As soon as I saw blood, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'll do, I'll, I'll do anything but that. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. All yes. right. So you got into accounting. Oh, my Lord. It, and I, I feel sorry for you. I do. I feel <laughs> for you. Yes, How long yes. did that last? Oh, they went all through college, um, graduated with the degree, then Ooh. actually did accounting for the top, um, it was Domino's at the time, still Domino's, but for all their stores in yeah. the Southern region. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So it lasted maybe six, seven years, but it was wow. the same stuff over and over and over, over again. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what age are, what are the ages? What years are these you we're talking about here? This is from like 18 to 24. Okay, so important years. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. But in that time, I also had a um, was pregnant and had a child, and realized that I could not work eighty hours a week. Wow! The Lord, that the universe gave you a gift. Yes. This woman's got to stop working. <laughs> that is that's fantastic. Yes, yes. And so he spoke to me about maybe doing their uh, counseling. And I was like, God, I don't like people. This is not oh, it. No, wait, I'm not no, no, make no, any money. no, 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 wait a minute. You have to back, back step, take a step back. I don't like people. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> laughing. I mean, what, what happened there? You, you didn't like people. You just wanted, I mean, you were hiding behind those numbers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I knew it. Were you shy? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm still shy. I'm still an introvert. I mean, yeah. No, no. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have the benefit of video. And I'm looking at this gorgeous, gorgeous woman with a white smile that is magical, just beautiful. And to hear someone like that say that they're shy, it's almost an oxymoron. You know, it, it doesn't jive. It doesn't come. I can't believe that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I understand what it is, and I'm okay with, okay with it. So, In what yeah. sense can you understand what it is? So um, I'm an introvert. So what that right. means is that I get my energy from within. People right. drain me. Right. Oh, I get it. Okay, I get Extroverts that. Introverts are very out there. Yes. Okay, I get yes, there. Yes. Uh -huh. But this is also a calling from my higher spirit. Yes. Yes. So I have the faith or the belief system that if I show up, he will do everything else. I just have to show up. Oh, it sounds like uh, the line in the movie with Kevin Kirstner, you build it and they will show up, you know, exactly. on the baseball field. Yeah. So so here we are. You, you keep mentioning calling and higher power and your spirit. So we're getting into a social, uh, not a socialist, a spiritual realm here already. And this was right after 24 because uh, you had a child um, and the child is how old, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, she's 26 now. Okay, so so that means it was around the time she was born or after? Um, actually, he told me to quit my job <laughs> and to go home <laughs> and sit still. <laughs> yeah. And I sat still for four months, and I was yeah. like, I cannot be a stay-at-home mom. This is going to drive me nuts. Yes. My mom sure. was a stay-at-home mom. Oh. She could do it, but I couldn't. Yeah. Yes, and in that process of um, going back to school, taking a course, um, also donating some time at a um, pregnancy center. Yeah. It was a process of God, you know, walking me into this whole counseling aspect. Oh, okay. And then I had so, to go back to school, of course. Okay, so 
so you were sort of slided in to this people, you know, coming in contact with people. And I love this. I love this. I love this story. So you then went back to study. Is that right? Yeah, I went back to study for two years um, in a graduate program that was very intense. Mm -hmm. Um, And the funny thing is sometimes God puts you on a path and things happen. Right. So I brought my little, well, first thing, my little one decided not to walk almost. She finally walked a week before I was supposed to enter school. And I was really worried about that because I was like, how am I, you going to go to daycare and you're not walking? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But she walked anyway. And I brought her with me to school and stuff, but then she got extremely sick. Oh, extremely sick. But they thought that she had cancer and all this other stuff. Oh my God. Then oh I was debating, do I leave school? Do I do what? And actually her father brought her to my mom and uh-huh. I was without her for eight months or something oh like that. Oh my goodness. That was a and challenge. my grandma passed away and all that. And I remember saying to my mom, I don't think I can do this. And she's like, yeah. April, just focus, get it done. Your child's never going to remember this. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I did. Wow. So of course, my daughter, and my daughter got better just like that. Wow. Oh, what is the, um, what was the graduate program about? It was um, clinical mental health where I did actually school counseling and mental health counseling. Okay. So I went in for school counseling. Yes. You were forced to go toward people, right? (laughs) And I didn't think I was going to make any money. I just thought I was just going to be <laughs> Mother poor, Teresa but... for the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> I see. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So Why then, all right, now come business? on. I know we're getting to the high point, the climax of the story here, because yeah. the girl is growing, you are getting your degree. And what happens? So, what happens is actually finish, um, get into the field. Um, yeah. and but so, when you and say, into... so, forgive me, uh, April, if I interrupt. When you say I get into the field, I got into the field, what exactly field was that then? Okay. Okay. So originally when I say God spoke to me, he spoke to me about being a school counselor, just like Mm -hmm. my grandmother was. Mm -hmm. She was the first black school counselor in South Carolina. Okay. Okay. But she passed away before I actually finished. Okay. Um, When I finished, I wasn't able to get a job as a school counselor because I never had any teaching experience. I know that's the very, in the United States, that's the way it works. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I ended up taking a job down in Miami as a career counselor. Okay. So ah, I went for, well, I went for majors in school and mental health and I went for career. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, we hated Miami, but basically. In, <laughs> in, <laughs> that's all it makes me stuff. laugh. No, I mean, <laughs> you do really love it or hate it. I, that's, that's Miami, you know. Yes, yeah. yes. I hated it. But while I was there, I was putting on a career fair for a school system that's here in oh. this area. So you're organizing. You were organizing yes, something that yes. seemed bigger. And the bigger. school system came and they said, oh, we didn't talk to any students. We need a name to go back. We cannot go back because they didn't no, nobody signed up for their school system. We need a name. So I just signed my name. Hey, here's my name. <laughs> Whatever, go. Lo and behold, a principal calls me. Yeah. And says, hey, do you want to come? And this is Fort Myers, Cape Call. 
And I'm yeah. like, where are you located? I don't even know. I mean, I knew Florida. Fort Myers, just, Florida, right. Yeah, yeah, just come check this area out. So I checked it out. He hired me on the spot as a school counselor. Wow. Hired my dad as, yeah, just because he knew me. Yeah. And the whole family moved. Well, when, how old were you at that time? I think I was a little bit before 30. Okay. So a really important time. It's really yes. important. Yeah. 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 And so that's how we ended up here in this area. Uh -huh. um, after so many years, I met um, a woman who's also a school counselor. And yeah. she's like, hey, um, you and I have this mental health background. Why don't we start a practice? Good for her. Oh, absolutely. A based practice of mental health. And I was like, I don't know. And she kept pushing <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why well, you're funny. I'm always <laughs> doubting. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could do this one-on-one -on -one counseling kind of thing. I don't know. Oh, God. Yes. And yeah, so one day I'm going to say, April, I'll see that. April Brown for president. I met that girl. <laughs> I met that woman. Yeah, and we started Christian-based practice. And ah, so, okay. Yeah. Now, wait, 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 wait. That's big. Now, when you said uh, we started a Christian-based practice, why and was that the sort of glue that brought you together with this woman? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so and she became my supervisor because I hadn't done anything with my mental health. There's certain mm -hmm. aspects you have to do when you... Mm. For mental that's health. That's the way it works in the United story. States. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And so she helped me get my mental health license. Good for her. Mm. Yes, yeah. And then I started to get all these clients and, and it started to boom. And then also- Wait, 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 wait. You have the clients who didn't even tell me what. So you you um, got together with her and you opened a center, practice. a practice, okay? Yes. Now the practice, when it was open, are you still together? No, uh, we're not still okay. together. Um, I had to <laughs> expand more. Yeah. Yes, because her and I shared a room together and um, I got too big where I had to get my own room. And the next thing you know, I'm helping other people and then kind of, yeah. Yes, oh, we're wow. still good friends. We're still good friends. So now you have your own, uh, what should I call it, a consulting firm? What, what would Oh, it's a, a practice. counseling practice. It's a group practice. A counseling like practice. And you yourself or with someone else? Um, no, I'm by myself now, and I have yeah. like 10, 10 to 15 different interns. Okay. Yes, Good. yeah. And yeah. it's in Fort Myers. It's in Fort it's Myers. It's in Cape Coral, yes. It's in Cape Coral. Okay. Yeah. And what's the name? What name did you give it? It's, Your it's name? Cape or? Coral. No, it's Cape Coral Therapist. All right. Nice. Yes. Yes. Oh, so so now you're starting to like Florida a little more, right? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and now your daughter. Let's tell us where she is. Um, my daughter, time. the great thing about her is she's actually working in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, she works with a place called Fair Count where they help people um, vote and all that kind of stuff. And she's oh. actually, she majored in English, but now she's actually in the financial part. So ah, it's, it's the, numbers. Again, the numbers again, after yes. her mother, <laughs> the numbers. Wow. So, so now let's see. You sort of, you, you, there were rocks that you, you know, went through, you hopped on one rock, then hopped across the pond on another in a pond. You haven't walked on water yet. 
Okay, so now we're at this practice, this this a center, right? It has the name of the place uh, right. uh, and the therapist. Now, uh, do you, of course, I know about you, but if you were to explain to us what type of, of practice it is, what is the major, uh, what type of person walks through that door? Most of, you know, all the time, most, you know, say the majority of the time, what cases do you generally deal with? Okay, so the majority of the time, it's usually relationship issues mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. walk through the door. Misuse, um, did you say misuse? Relationship, relationship issues. Okay. Oh, yes, issues. Because, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, because I'm a certified sex therapist. Uh-huh. So people come to see us because of that. I've also been a school counselor, so my name gets out there. So people come right. a lot to deal with children. I don't see children anymore. But uh-huh. it's also a place, um, my practice is a little different than anybody else's. I help other people have their own practices, just like... Good for you. You're sort of a, a coach. A referral thing. Yeah, coach kind of thing. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's you're what... giving back what the other woman gave to you. Nice. Exactly. That's so there's I... a lot of work. There's work to be had. And the more yes. you refer somebody, the more it comes back to you. Really, right. really I mean, interesting. Uh, yeah, we don't take any insurance, but I have people that are graduate students all the way to my level. So uh-huh. we have a variety of prices so we can um, accommodate anybody based on their budget. I see. Uh, this is, this business about insurance, um, Have are you set in stone with that or do you think yes. that that could change in the future? No, I'm set in stone. Good. Why? Can Just give us an idea. <laughs> well, I took insurance for about a year. Yeah. Okay. And um, the paperwork just wasn't worth it, number uh-huh. one. Number two was that um, for when you use insurance, that goes into your medical record mm-hmm. for life. Mm. Okay, And then they dictate the type of service. And what's wrong with that? Well, sometimes it, um, it can cause issues later on in life. If like you're coming give in. It, give me an example. Make it up. Make it up. Yeah. So you're having a breakup or someone labels you as bipolar, right. let's say when you're 18, uh-huh. and it follows you all the way to your 40, 50, 60, and doctors and everyone treats you like um, they just treat you differently. Oh, I see. So that's a, the stigma is attached stigma. to you when you have an issue. Okay, I get it. And right. that will be in your record if they come to you through insurance. Yeah, yeah. Or for some people, um, it may cause. And I'm not into arms at all. And I really, I don't even, I don't even own a gun. <laughs> but yeah. it stop, can stop people from a variety of other things. I see. Yeah. I see. So that's one of the things that they could be. And they don't pay what what the worth is. Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. Yes, and that's the other aspect. Okay, I get it. Very yes. interesting. This is. Very, very interesting. Okay, so now the practice is underway. You've got this, uh, you have got other people working with you and for you, and uh, you're referring people and things. Let's say that today you said before, um, I don't work with children anymore, so I imagine that you're in a position of being able to choose what you would like to do and who you would like to deal with or not. I would love to choose, but sometimes this, the, you know how I hear from my inner spirit? 
Yeah. <laughs> Do they knock before they come? What is what? What is? No, so I love I'm, children, but yeah. I can't um, see all these couples and children and all the other things that I do. Right. That. Um, he's told me I need to just give that up to one of my other therapists. This is what I need to focus on right now. Okay. I can't so do all this stuff. You are the relationship person. Right. Okay. Right. Now let's jump a little bit. And um, all right, there's the podcast, right? You told me that Dr. Kelly's no longer with you. Is there another? Yes, it's Coach K. She does intimacy. Um, she's an intimacy coach. K? Intimacy and love. Yeah, K, K-A-Y. Okay, Coach K, and she does intimacy. Okay, yeah. Um, let's let's say that uh, you have this podcast, and how is that going? How long has it been um, in existence? Since twenty seventeen, it's been my own podcast since twenty seventeen. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so one of the things I don't know how you look at businesses. I'm glad I have a business background. Okay, yeah, but I look at all my businesses as children. Oh, yes, definitely. So my the thing practice, is, sometimes you don't give enough to one children the other. And I like to get them all. They have the same thing. I mean, they are our children, right? Yes, yes. So my practice of the Cape Coral therapist is like a grown child. It can work itself. Okay. <laughs> That's a it's great a idea. Yeah, great yes. idea. Yeah. yeah. I have a little baby called Vacation Counseling, which is my couple's retreat. Bringing uh-huh. intimacy back is my teenager. <laughs> ah, yes, and it's, it's, we know how teenagers are. Exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of work, um, but I don't feel like it's time for me to give it up. I I'm doing it live and actually do it live starting at three thirty. Aha! Oh, <laughs> um, I see. On Thursdays, I see. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. But it's um, it takes a lot of work, but it's growing. It's growing. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, yeah. and it's it's a lot of fun too. It's yes, it's, it's a lot of it fun. It is a it's lot exciting. of fun. I mean, yeah, I I won't. That's a child that I will not, um, you know, leave on the back burner. Right, ever. it's a teenager. <laughs> yeah, it's a teenager. You're right. That just doesn't seem to grow. <laughs> All right, but now what I wanted to get at is um, putting black on um, white. There must be a lot of writing that you do you and you talked about administrative work and all of that you don't like to what about a book yes i have i have a series of a series um, yeah a series it's called improving intimacy yeah and um we're on series number five i think that's out there so it's so one that's about the fifth book of one series or f- there are five different the, series no uh one series the fifth book of seven uh, okay 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 good uh-huh. Yes, yes. So we're talking about intimacy, of course, with spirit, with with God, with sex. And the latest one that's out is intimacy in the professional business world. Huh. Say that again. Say that again. Intimacy in? In the business world. Uh, okay. Okay. So um, let me get this straight. You have all these series and they're available on Amazon.com, right? Yes, exactly. And in all if you, you know, come down to quantify it, there's seven series, you said, right? There's seven books. There's, yeah, but only five are out. Um, the sixth one's coming out in May. Okay, and then it's so, going to be a big book later on. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's say that, um, are these, do you co-author with other people or, or not? No, it's just my book for right now. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and these are just quick books with some, a little bit of information in them. 
I am working on a bigger book that combines all these books with stories from the podcast and all that. So these are like little wet little appetizers kind of thing. Oh, wait, wait. They're not children, though. (laughs) (laughs) What happens to these books when they, you know, they hit the market? I mean, they're on their own, right? They're on their own. Yes, yes. They're on their own. Yes. yes, And of course, you 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 publicize them. Yeah, Yeah, you market it on your podcast and so the, the teenager yes. has a lot of work to do and so you give you know or else they won't do anything yes um, yes so this is this is interesting so let's say you have your hands full with cape coral therapy right yes. um and i see that there's a facebook page um cape coral therapy and uh vacation counseling as well my baby for the that's couples. my baby that's yeah. the baby. This is the That's retreat, the, the couple's retreat. And, but I, you know, I'm missing something here. And I mean, everyone likes a good story, right? You right. write and you, now I, I know that you have babies and babies and different babies and different ages, but let's imagine that your clients, they're not children of yours, but they're, I like to think of them as case studies. Everything okay. is a case. Okay. So I don't want to name, I don't want anything. Um, can you tell us the story of a case that's particularly interesting to you, either because it was challenging, either it, it was because there was such a change from the beginning to the end, either because you finally, in the end, you didn't think you were going to, you know, work it out, but then you did. But one that sticks high on the on your list of of something that was well worth doing. You get what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me try to see how I could say this in a. So um, I had a case that came through my my baby business, mm-hmm. um, which is my retreats. Your okay. retreat, the couple's retreat. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So but there are two people who came. The right? two people. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And when they came through, they actually could not actually physically come here because I did yeah. have us. We did it online. Yeah, and in that process, they were separated in two states, going through a lot of stuff. There was addiction ah. issues, uh-huh. um, affairs, just a variety of okay, okay, backstabbing on both mm-hmm. on both ends. Okay, yeah. When I do a retreat, um, that's when another therapist is usually involved. Uh-huh. Okay, so for the last almost a year, I had been meeting with with them with another therapist. And this and got them back together, and so they're back in a in a particular state now where they live. Yeah. And um, things were still kind of tough because she's also having to give up addiction. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. And so when you're giving up any type of addiction, there's a void. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, right. What has inspired her through all this is that she's thought about getting into the field. So oh, how in, really into great. your field? Into my field, yes. Interesting. Yes. But she's also very, very, very shy. Ah. So. Yes. I wonder why. <laughs> Maybe she has those voices too. I mean, someone yes, pushing yes, her your yes. way. People yes. come to you who are like-minded usually. Yes, yes. Or so she, in any case, like vibrational states. Right, so. right. Yeah. So she and her husband decide to come with me to um, Costa Rica. I do couples retreat in Costa Rica. Yes. Nice. Nice yeah. move. Yes. yes. <laughs> they but both the, went? Did they both They both go? went. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was doing a couples retreat. But in that process of coming to Costa Rica, there was a point 
it's a long story. Um, I did yeah, yeah. A, a sweat lodge, which was pretty intense. Okay. What is a sweat lodge? They had work to do? Oh, a sweat lodge is where you go in into a small little area. Yeah. Um, in the woods. And ah. they put, put you in the little thing all smushed together. And oh they my put God. hot coals. Oh, my and God. You just, and you sweat. And, you, and you're in the dirt. And it's just, whew. Oh, God, um, I get it. I put it as an excursion, but I honestly did not realize um, how intense it was. Of course. Okay. Especially for her. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. young lady decided yeah. not to do that, and uh, yeah. which was fine. That's her first time of actually speaking out and say, hey, I don't feel yeah. good about that, which right, was great. Right. I did it, and it was a, that's another story. Uh-huh. But later on, um, there was an event that she does participate after this whole sweat lodge, yeah. and it's a spiritual event. And um, the spiritual person asks, had she had, oh, had anyone had any alcohol? Oh. And this person was struggling with addiction. Yeah. And had some. Yeah. And with some other people. And I was so proud of her for stating, and this is with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. Hey, that I had some. Ah. Yeah. For you, for someone to say your vulnerability in front of a bunch of strangers. Right. And for that person, the spiritual person also kind of like put her down a little bit. Um, For her to say, well, if I had known um, that that was part of what was required, I would not have. She stood and spoke her truth. Uh Uh-huh. I get it. And for me, that was rewarding, Mm -hmm. um, even for her, because for you to go and you speak your truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Among strangers. Yeah, sure, sure. This is interesting. Very interesting. I get it now. You know, going back and remembering what you mentioned in the beginning, how you were an introvert. uh, Well, introverts then need space of a certain kind before they can interact. And, you know, coming to a point like this in your life where you would you interact you communicate in any case even if it's not one-to-one right. in person it is as resistance it is i i don't want to use this word um in a derogatory way but it is draining there mm-hmm. is you know usually people in counseling uh they say it depends on where and what type of counseling there's a threshold there's a limit right. of what you can take and you know a certain number of years and but 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 april you've gone into it so slowly that i don't see you getting out of there or ending it anytime soon at all <laughs> i mean <laughs> you're just going to keep expanding 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 <laughs> costa rica here i come there's going to be an office in costa rica <laughs> and you may be moving <laughs> as well very yes, actually, actually, that's what came to me um, when I was in the sweat lodge. I didn't realize the impact. Yeah, that yes, um, being in that part uh, when you're sweating and sweating and sweating, and you have someone doing chanting and all that, yeah. it really makes you look at yourself. And yeah, of course, it brought me to the um, twelve disciples being so close together, but it also brought me into to visions of slavery. Yes, and how that's the first thing aunt- I thought about. Yeah, how my ancestors have done so much 
to get yeah. me to where I am right here. Right, right, right. That I have yeah. to be very humble and grateful yeah. and be okay to to walk into um, what's designed for me and yeah. not to back away from it. Yeah, yeah. And this is, it takes a special person to be able to realize that. But it right. also takes a connection for you to be able to get there. And and you're right. very lucky on the one hand to have received it. Not everyone does. But at the same time, very, very open to have received it, willing to receive it, you know. Um, like I tell people, they so many people in the work that I do, they come, well, how can I know when my the spirit of my mother comes to me at night? Or when has she, how can I speak to her, you know? And it's very difficult to give people rules and regulations and that kind because it happens differently for everyone. Everyone, right. I'm sure you're aware because of the people that you encounter and their stories, it's, it is different for everyone. But it's also, like you say, a gift that opens your eyes to how much and how grateful you can be today mm -hmm. for everything that has come before you. you know, right. You're walking not in your shoes. You're walking in the shoes that people, you know, have given you before you, and right. which is such a lovely, uh, lovely thought. Um, one, one other, let's say, I'd like to finish the um, talk between us with a suggestion. If you could think of a suggestion that you could, apart from coming to you, and of course I, I will be uh, tooting your horn, but apart from all of that, something that you could suggest to people listening that they could do um, or they can aspire to, something that you could suggest them to do so they in some way could even just move forward a little bit in connecting with themselves more readily? The first thing that pops into my mind is to never, ever say anything negative about yourself. Hmm. Never think negativity about yourself. The world may be against you, your partner, your family, but you have to be on your team. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of course, we make mistakes and I make mistakes yeah. all the time. But I say to myself, I'm a work in progress. Yeah. And I oh. don't live in guilt. I'm a work in progress. That's it. That's another word to get rid of our vocabulary, guilt. Mm. Yes, yes. And so when you're on your, your team and you're uplifting yourself and you actually, the other thing that I would say is that many people, when it comes to spirituality mm -hmm. and religion and all that, they yeah. do a lot of talking to their higher power, which is yeah. great, but... Usually the higher power knows more than you and I. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so the thing that's really important is to find time to just listen. Yeah. Listen yeah, yeah. to that inner spirit. And sometimes mm -hmm. that requires you just being out in nature. Just, mm -hmm. yes, because right. that inner spirit is talking to you on a daily basis. And there's some days we're supposed to walk, some days we're supposed to talk, some days we're supposed right. to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. But when you listen... And if you know your inner spirit is telling you X, Y, Z, then you just show up and be use yeah. mindfulness. Right. Of being in the present moment Aware. without mm -hmm. judgment. Keep your consciousness with you close to yes. your vest. 
Dr. April Brown, it was a pleasure to speak to you today. (laughs) I really appreciate you taking the time. And I know that you'll be going and airing live soon in about an hour or less, 45 minutes. So I know you have to go. Thank you. And really, I hope to have you back one day and that our paths will cross. And if you you move to Costa Rica, let me know. (laughs) Oh, yes, Claudia, you're welcome to come anytime. Thank you so much. Um, I've been on a lot of podcasts, but this has been the most enjoyable. And I love oh, your sweet. creative ways of asking questions. And, how um, sweet that is that you could, that, that's kind of you to say. That's really kind of you to say. Yeah, yes, but it's I the truth. It. Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks, April. I love you now already. <laughs> you have yourself a nice pod. I'm going to listen to your podcast and we'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs>